Tuesday starts the right way when you can catch up with what's happening this week on The Socialist. A big sponsor shout out goes to Tatiana School of Couture as she launches her online sewing workshops. Use the link on the Daily Series podcast to hop over to Tatiana's website and book in today. So let's give a warm welcome to the Australian editor of The Socialist, Chloe Reed. Hi, Chloe. Hi, Maria. How are you? Good, how are you? I'm good, thank you. It's been a busy week. It has, hasn't it? I don't know if um, how many of your listeners are Australian versus other countries, but here our kids all went back to school today. So that's been a roller coaster in my house with two people who are 10 and 13. And they were happy to go to school and they're happy they're home? Yes, pretty much. The 13-year-old was a bit like, she's been enjoying doing Zoom calls in her pyjamas. The 10-year-old was very, very ready to go back. It's, it's been a bit of a long haul to get to this point, hasn't it? It has. And I know that so many other places, they're still, they're still working from home or living from home. Uh, and we're still working from home for the time being. So it's not quite over yet, but the kids are pretty happy. Yeah, it's just another step. So yes. we're getting there. Yeah. How was your week? I was good. Yep. Got a lot done. Actually caught up with family on the weekend, which was nice. Socially isolated, of course. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So that was really good. Thanks again for coming on So Organised Style's daily podcast. Tuesday's always about the socialists, so I know our listeners want to find out what's happening this week with socialists. Great. The first thing I'll do is open with a mea culpa. So normally, scheduling for the socialists is relatively planned out in advance, but often within the space of a couple of weeks, the posts will change in order, usually because someone pops up and says, I said I'd get it to you by Friday, but it's going to be Sunday, or I said, you know, like I was going to write that, but there was a problem, or, you know, whatever it is. And so normally that doesn't matter because I just fiddle with the order and nobody cares because they didn't know what was coming. I've realized that coming on this podcast and telling everyone what's coming means that if I fiddle with the order, I have to confess that I fiddle with the order. So the thing that was missing from last week that we're getting this week is a post on TNT patterns. Yes. Because I forgot to write it. But it's still going to be a good read. It's going to be great. It's written in my head. It's just not written actually on the blog. But instead, oh, we didn't have four. That was it. We were going to have four. And instead yeah, we... you still had a bump a week last week because, you know, pretty hefty blog posts. Yeah, that's right. And I don't know that people are sitting here writing down on Wednesday, it will be this, and then being disappointed that I, that I messed with the orders. So. so, yeah, this week we've got a recap of Denim Month, which was pretty recent. Denim's like this funny thing that, you just think, oh, well, that's jeans. And then you realise how kind of versatile denim is. And so Kerry's written that for us. We've got a post on looking back on So Sustainable. And then we'll also have a post on TNT. Yay! <laughs> so that'll be good. And of course, we're coming out. This is basically the last week of May. So we're coming out of our theme month that wasn't the theme month and moving back into some other posts we've got coming up, which look good. We've got a few things on... There's a new organisation called the Fat Sewing Club, so that's coming up early. That's good. So we're kind of planning June, looking ahead. Do we do a theme month like normal in August? So we're starting those conversations there. That's good. So our listeners now know that the team behind Socialists do as much as they can to do what they can. And if those blog posts are out of order, they'll still appear at some point. That's right. It is what it is. Yeah. And we're volunteers and all the people who write for us are volunteers or you know people who we've approached and said would you mind and so we try and give people as much leeway as possible because frankly life gets in the way it does i would feel less shamed by it if life had gone away rather than me just forgetting but you know that there's that 
I think sometimes when you've got an idea and you're going to write a blog post, this is from my personal experience, I actually have to be 100% happy that what I'm going to write makes sense. So sometimes it takes me a while and then finally, you know, everything clicks in place and I can just write it. But until I get to that point, yeah. yeah. So, so what I really wanted to talk about this week mm-hmm. was we had a bit of a debate on various bits of the internet, but also inside socialists in our Slack group this week about the use of the word flattering. Mm-hmm. So Amanda was capably manning the Instagram account for socialists this week. And one of the things she put out was, I think, a thing in stories that said, you know, tell us what you think of the word flattering. At the same time, and I think coincidentally, there were a few posts relating to that about, should you use the word? Can we reclaim the word? What does the word mean? You know, all of that kind of thing. Um, One of them from one of our editors, uh, Amelia. And it was just kind of interesting to see all of those things play out at the same time and to really understand that it's not a word that means the same thing in different countries and that it's not a word that means the same thing to people in the same country, as I found out when I had a semi-argument with my husband about what it meant. And it's also not a word that means the same thing in the same context. So the first reaction kind of to people on the word flattering was actually knowing context, most often used with a bit, almost like a negative connotation. Somebody commented, I think on Amelia's post and said, I know the word flattering means it makes your body look more how I think it should than how it actually is. So it's kind of like a, almost a way of saying you should be thinner and that garment makes you look thinner because it's flattering. And so lots of people, I think particularly in America, but it might be in other places, commented that they really hate the word. And lots of people whose mothers used to use it, I think, uh, in a way that didn't make them feel very good about themselves. And so... The interesting thing about that is that for me, when I was talking, particularly when I was talking to my husband about it, if you said someone wrote a flattering review of that play, you would actually be saying that they were being overly kind about the play or they were being particularly nice about the play that they'd seen. And yet when it's applied to clothing, it's like kind of a semi-negative connotation. And that's just within kind of my house, right? <laughs> there were two different interpretations there. So the interesting thing about that for me was it wasn't just about whether you live in the states or whether you live in japan or whether you live in australia it was um within my own household there was a different interpretation of the word and depending on the context that you applied it to a very different meaning was taken from it so i think the other thing that this gives us is a like a perspective on the internet and what it is that you do or don't say about other people on the internet. So it's hard to comment on someone's post and to be careful about what you say. So to say that jacket's very flattering implies that your body needs to be flattered as opposed to that jacket's very flattering means it suits your hair color or, you know, whatever it is. That was kind of an interesting discussion. Where we landed on it, I think, was that if it's a word where you have to explain what you mean about it, then it's probably not the right word to use. And that's a really simple way to think about it. If the point of me putting something on the internet or writing it in a blog is to communicate with you, I either have to think about what you mean, you think I mean when I use that word, or I have to use a word that's really precise about what I mean because I'm trying to get a point across. I think where I landed on it certainly is that it's not a word that I would ever use because I don't know how it makes you feel. I don't know that I'm conveying the right thing that I wanted to say. And if I think your awesome black and white jacket with the red trim that you made this week looks nice on you because it suits your style or it suits your hair or it suits whatever it is it matches your wardrobe then I should say exactly that rather than saying that it's flattering or using a word that's 
kind of open to interpretation. And I think if you also know who it is you're providing that comment to makes a difference. So when I've been writing on my blog, I try and write in a way that is clear and isn't going to be misinterpreted because in Australia we have a different sense of humour than other countries. And so I've got to be really careful of that, being clear about what it is you're saying so that it can't be misconstrued. But knowing it is who you're you're writing for is really important. It was a good discussion. It wasn't... I don't think hard for anyone, particularly in the socialist kind of Slack group, we had a really good debate over like who thinks it means what and where do they live and, and do they speak English as their first language? Does it mean something different in different countries? And then also this whole other layer of my mum used to use that on me. Yes. That wasn't a great feeling, you know, that it's all kind of the layer of all the experiences that we've had and the places that we live that make it up. But I think the beauty of language, isn't it, is that we have really precise ways to say things. My takeaway from it was to be as clear as possible about what I mean so that I don't accidentally say something that makes somebody else feel unhappy. When I looked at the comments on the post, even though people had varying views, they were actually quite respectful of each other. And I think, again, that's a good reflection of the people who follow socialists, that they can have different views and they can discuss them in a very safe environment. Yeah, that's good. The last thing we want is, with some exceptions, is people being too kind of negative about each other or being too oppositional because actually it doesn't get anybody anywhere. So that was a really interesting discussion, not least because I was explaining the discussion to my husband and he was like, that's not what it means at all. And I was like, oh really? <laughs> Let us in this whole other conversation. So that's what I thought we would talk about today. I thought it was quite a, quite a cool thing to explore. I'm really pleased that you brought that up because it did generate conversation. And as you said, it generates conversation anyway in any forum. That's right. Yeah. So it's it's good, again, that it was discussed in a forum that was safe and respectful. So do you use the word? Or do you think you would stay away from it? I think twice before I use the word flattering. And again, it's depending on who I'm with. Definitely. Yeah. And then, you know, if I'm with them face to face and I say it, and then they kick back straight away, then I know that it's been taken in jest. So that's how we take it. But in writing, you can't tell that. No, it's really hard, isn't it? Yeah. Especially for Australians, it's really hard yeah. because much of the way that they speak is context dependent or kind of humour and relationship dependent. I think it's really difficult. Definitely. So that's my world and the world of the socialists this week. Even though we know what blog posts are going to come up, we will always be looking out for them, no matter what they are, and getting involved in comments because we know that it's always an interesting environment to be able to say what you feel and you'll always get an alternate view and you can do that again as i said in a safe environment yeah that's true thanks again for being on Organized styles socialist tuesday chloe because it is all about socialists on tuesday no problem thank you for having me and have a great week yeah you too thanks listeners bye bye